All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Khadija Ali Coleman. I am the co-founder of Black Family Home Educators and Scholars. I am so pleased today to introduce to you my next speak, my next speaker, who is someone that I have had the privilege of knowing for a few years now. Um, she and I are actually in the Washington, D.C. area together, and she's been such a role model um, regarding the practice of homeschooling. Um, just, it's just such an honor to have her. Um, some basic things that I think you should know and be very impressed with is that not only is she a, a, a Black homeschooler, but she is the homeschooler of seven children. I have not stuttered, seven beautiful children. And out of those seven who were all homeschooled, um, one is left. <laughs> and all of these children, um, many of them adults now, have um, engaged in professions and experiences that range from college careers to careers that involve traveling the world. And so she may talk a little bit about that, but what she also is gonna be um, sharing with us after she talks a little bit about her background is she's going to be answering one of our questions regarding um, barriers to access. And so without further ado, I'd like to turn it over to our guest, um, the fabulous, the creative and talented quilter, <laughs> homeschooling mama, Kina Clemens. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Ali Coleman. It's a pleasure for me to be here. Well, I am so glad. Can you tell us a little bit more? I, I did the really abbreviated <laughs> version of your background, but I'd love for you to share with our, um, with our audience some sure. of your background relevant to homeschooling that you think is important for us to know. Absolutely. Um, I, uh, as you mentioned, am a textile quilt artist and a homeschool educator in the Washington, D.C. area. And my husband and I, Baba G, as I uh, like to call him, are co-founders of the Children of the Sun Afrocentric homeschool community. Um, together, my husband and I, Baba G, we've homeschooled our seven children over a 20-year period. Uh, it's been um, a joy, a journey, uh, and if I had to do it all over again, I would. I strongly advocate homeschooling for um, African-American and African children. It's the best that we can do for our children um, if we are able to do that um, with our lifestyle. And um, so I, um, my signature Scraps of Africa quilting workshops are impacting the lives of people across the diaspora as people trace their family heritage through the quilting tradition. So I've been able to use quilting as an educational a platform to teach um, children their African ancestry and their family heritage. That is so amazing. And you've traveled all over the country, haven't you? And you've worked. Can you, can you tell us who are some of the, um, the people that you've had the privilege of working with in collaboration, educators, as well as researchers. I, I know I'm a fangirl of um, one person that I see you often with, um, Tony Browder, the, the famous archeologist and historian. Absolutely, absolutely. We have a very, very uh, strong Pan-African homeschooling community across the diaspora. 
And I'm so excited uh, to have made acquaintances with several uh, very dynamic homeschool uh, educators, authors, publishers. As you mentioned, Tony Browder's a phenomenal uh, scholar, author, writer, his work in Kemet and, and all that he's uncovered about our, our history in Kemet and his archaeological digs is just a phenomenal. Uh, we couldn't ask for, for more um, relevant information to really define and explain who we are on the historical timeline. Uh, Dr. Chika Kua is my mentor. He's had a profound impact on my life. He's a prolific scholar, uh, professor at um, Georgia uh, uh, University and uh, Clark, I'm sorry, Clark University in, in uh, Georgia. And uh, his work is prolific, uh, changing the lives of, of parent educators, uh, uh, teachers in the um, public school system. And the list could go on. Uh, we, uh, Dr. Uh, um, Samari from Kamali Academy, uh, his work, he was a pioneer in the homeschooling uh, community years ago after um, being a public school teacher in Louisiana and he decided to uh, after you know he was uh, not well received with some of his um, pedagogy he decided to begin Kamali Academy and start homeschooling students there in Louisiana so this has been going on for a while and we have some um, trendsetters who have really paved the way for us and I've seen a significant transformation in homeschooling and uh, the black homeschooling community in a relatively short time, just seven years. And the transformation has been positive. It's been um, phenomenal for our children. And we're seeing the fruits of, of that work now, believe it or not, just seven years later. And with COVID-19, we're going to see a continued dramatic transformation in how African-centered education is delivered to our children. And it's a phenomenal thing that's occurring, and I'm so excited to be a part of it. It's, and I, so well said because, um, and thank you so much for giving historical context, particularly when we think of um, homeschooling as being the space where we can really um, make those cultural connections for our children and really have the flexibility to determine what that looks like. I really appreciate you um, giving us some historical context that this isn't new. This is something that has been happening. And even for you to say that you've been homeschooling now for the, you know, the past 20 years really, yes. really gives um, context for those who may be considering, is this something for them, for, the, for, for them to hear you say that not only is it possible, but this is something it, 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 that now is a, a tradition. There's historical precedent to it. And so I really appreciate you sharing um, that about your history. So let's get to this question um, that you selected to respond to um, out of the three igniting questions that we have. And the question that um, that I would like to ask you is what are what do you consider are the barriers um, to access um, what you deem important 
for your practice as um, a black homeschooling parent? Well, that's a very good question. Thank you for posing that. I, I would, I, I would, I would say that in answer to that, one barrier has been African-centered curriculum. Curriculum where our children are, as Dr. Molifi Asante, who is the generator of Afrocentric education, defined as an education where our children can see themselves on the historical timeline as contributors, where they can see their ancestors prior to the Ma'afa as African builders of great world civilizations. And once we are able to provide that type of curriculum to our children and give them the resources uh, where they can continue to dig deeper and uncover the hidden knowledge of our African history, heritage, and culture before the Ma'afa, um, then we will begin to see uh, continued uh, Black excellence, student achievement, and we'll continue to see uh, Black excellence on the horizon for our children. We didn't always start off with Afrocentric education because we didn't uh, really understand the need for it. We were going along with what was being given to us, what was being served to us. And it was only because I believe we were chosen um, by the divine spirit to um, get the revelation for our children because we had an open mind and we had an open heart. And so um, Africans, education for our children is always a spiritual thing. It's not a religious thing. African children are spirit beings. And so any education that's going to serve our children is going to have to be rooted in um, spiritual concepts. Um, for example, Ma'at. Ma'at is the ancient comedic concept of balance and order. The seven virtues of Ma'at are truth, justice, um, propriety, harmony, balance, reciprocity, order. And so those underlying principles guiding our children along with the Nkuza Saba that was created by Dr. Milana Karinga as principles to guide the Black community. When we, when we bring those into our children's life very early on from birth, because homeschooling begins at birth. And I don't, I gave it a new term, life schooling. In Kemet, where the greatest, um, one of the greatest civilizations ever were African people. And we have the Medunetter, which tells us the stories um, of their lives. Um, it, was, uh, it was just expected uh, that excellence in education would be the norm um, and excellence in life and balance and order in Ma'at. And it wasn't until after the Ma'afa that, you know, all of this got um, um, just totally um, out of order. So we have to get back to that. Um, and that's where I think we will be able to break down some of the barriers for access for our, for our homeschooling, Black homeschooling families. I hope I answered your question. You did. Yeah. You, you answered it very, you answered it very tangent. <laughs> no, no tangent. You you answered it very thoroughly because you end very holistically. And so um, 
I appreciate so much for um, what you shared with us today. And I'm, again, very grateful that you were here with us as part of this inaugural teaching. And um, I just want you to be prepared because I think that people are going to be reaching out um, when they hear this wisdom that you have to share. Thank you so much, um, Mr. Clemens, Mama Kina. Thank you. <laughs> have a great day. Oh, so what did you say? Wanted to just let you know also to be on the lookout because you were one of our early supporters. You are, you, your daughter is a child of the sun. She's uh, part of our co-op. Didn't you guys come to a couple yes, of our- Yes, yes, we did. I can't yes. believe it. It's, yes. it seems like it was and yesterday, but it was years ago. It was, and six years, as a matter of fact. And we, I- on July 1st, we're publishing the Children of the Sun African-Centered, uh, Classical African-Centered Homeschool Curriculum and Study Guide. I'm so excited. I am so, so You were a beta tester, I believe. You used it. I think you, you guys used it. We may have taken a look at it. That is so exciting. Do you have a date? Absolutely. We're rolling it out, um, God willing, um, July 1st. <sighs> Oh, yeah, wow. right. Yay! So, so by the time that our teaching participants um, see this, it will be past July 1st. So all of the information um, should be, when they access this, um, this conversation, they'll be able to get a link to your curriculum. So this is the opportunity for them to check that out. I'm so happy for I you. Absolutely. And you mentioned the Ben, and I would be negligent to not give a shout out to Mama Deborah Watkins, who was the founder of a Ben, is now um, Director of Strategic Partnerships um, and uh, Founder Emeritus. So she's moved on, but she's still with a Ben doing phenomenal things, even bigger things. So I want you to be on the lookout for what a Ben is doing. That's wonderful. And we have uh, some exciting things uh, planned for the weeks ahead. So I'm gonna just say, stay tuned. So we're gonna include links to everything that you've mentioned um, with your profile um, so that folks can be able to support you to purchase that curriculum um, and to find out more about upcoming conferences that Ben is offering. But also, um, hopefully there's some link. Do you have a, a personal website that has your tours where you're gonna be with your quilting um, seminars and the homeschooling work that you do for families and for scholars? That's coming. Okay. Listen, we have two uh, websites that are going to be up and running on July 1st. So we'll have those links for you. But right now, my presence has primarily been on Facebook. Okay. At the Children of the Sun Facebook page, which is uh, a very good resource for information about homeschooling. And then we also have the Black Literary Awareness for Cultural Knowledge Facebook page, which is a repository okay. of information. I managed that page. Um, and Have then you added me? I don't, I don't think I'm part of that page. I need to. Yes, because it is a repository. Anything you want to know or need to know about people in the diaspora, African history, heritage, and culture is there. Okay. Um, literary awareness. Because Black Literary Awareness for Cultural Knowledge is the forerunner to Children of the Sun. We created Black Literary Awareness 
for cultural knowledge um, for uh, to bring suburban children and city children together mm-hmm. so that they discover their African history, heritage, and culture. And it was a, a phenomenal experience. And out of that um, experience, Children of the Sun was birthed. Wonderful. Um, and, I, and I think what, what a, a wonderful way to close. So all of those links to all of your information will be up by July 20th, um, which is the first day of our teaching um, for folks to access. Um, and I just want to thank you again for being with thank us. Thank you. I'm so excited to be a part of the teaching. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And thank you. Um, Thank you, um, viewer, for 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 listening. Hopefully, um, this conversation will be helpful when we convene on Friday to discuss um, many of the topics, some of the topics, or maybe for you, one of the topics that you found interesting and compelling enough to engage in with us during this teaching. Thank you for listening, and please um, check out all of the other speakers that we have during this teaching, as well as the resources that are posted um, for your for your education and for your interest. Thank you so much.